Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. The Comic Web sells all the old time radio programs heard on our podcast, as well as comic books and more. Check out our Superman radio podcast, and we have a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. Go to our website, comicweb.com, for information on how to get them, or type the word Comic Web into iTunes and they'll pop up. This week, our podcast is the first two episodes in the Jungle Gym storyline called The Purple Triangle. They first aired in 1936. Jungle Gym stories are designed to be cliffhanger endings. If you want the rest of the story, our website has episode 3 for free, and then for only $3.50, you can download 252 more episodes. Thanks. Presenting the adventures of Jungle Gym. Last week, Jungle Jim and Polo, after escorting the Reverend Chalmers and Lynn to their camp, said goodbye to them and started back to civilization. In the meantime, Shanghai Lil recovered from her wound. Then she flew down to Patrick O'Shaughnessy Flynn's cafe to have another talk with Jungle Jim. When she got there, Lil learned that Jim hadn't arrived, so she told Flynn she was sticking around town until he did show up. The interview was interrupted by a Chinese boy who asked Flynn to give Jungle Jim a letter upon his arrival. He mysteriously gave warning that the letter was of the utmost importance. The thrilling adventures of Jungle Jim are pictured each Sunday in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest pictorial supplement of humor and adventure. For Comic Weekly, each page printed in full colors is distributed everywhere as an integral part of your Hearst Sunday newspaper. And now we continue our story. Up at the hotel, Shanghai Lil sits on the veranda impatiently watching for Jungle Jim's arrival. Suddenly, she spies the Chinese boy she met at Flynn's Cafe. Getting up from her chair, she follows him to the desk as he addresses the room clerk. Kindly giving key, please. Yeah, room number 23. There you are. Thank you. They, uh, can push it. Me? Yeah, aren't you the fellow who always pushes a pen at people when they register? Yeah, of course. Well, then why try to play dumb? Dumber than you are, I mean. What can I do for you? I want a little information. I've met that China boy someplace, but I can't remember his name. What is it? He's registered as Lo Tong. Lo Tong? Where's he from? Shanghai. Shanghai? Yes, of course, that's it. I think I'll just renew our acquaintance. Twenty-two... Twenty-three. Here it is. Coming in, please. Well, how's tricks, Lotung? Oh, what are you doing here? Now, there's a coincidence for you. That's just what I came up to ask you. You didn't think I recognized you in Finn's Cafe, did you? No. So sorry. Was hoping completely forgotten. Listen, yellow face, I'll give you some valuable information. Shanghai Lil never forgets. Very interesting. Thank you. Keep it in mind. Now then, you can give me some information. What are you hanging around here for? Very happy saying mission not concerning you. Oh, is that so? You listen to me, Lotong. You're not in Shanghai now. You're all by yourself in a strange country. And around here, my word is law. Very interesting. Saying to honorable bartender other day... You steaming in position take great liberties. That's right, Lotong. I'm glad you realized that so quickly. So you see, when I ask a question, I expect an answer. 
Come on, tell me. What are you over here for? My mission not concerning you. Oh, you're going to sing that song, are you? I'll show you. Sounding like airplane. Let me have a look out your window. So sorry, tree standing in way of clear view of sky. Yes, that tree out there is in the way. I wish I could see. Why, there's my plane carrying through the water. Who's in it? Airplane now aiming for dock. Yes, and they'll crack up if they don't stop. Look out, you fool. Shut off that motor. Oh! Fool must have hearing you. Motor stopping. Yes, because the plane crashed into the dock. Hoping no one injured. If that crack up didn't finish whoever was in my plane, I will. Just wait until I get my hands on him. Not caring to wait, thank you. Oh, no? Listen, my Shanghai friend. I've got to get down there and see about that wreck. But you keep this warning under your patent leather hair. I'm going to find out why you're here. So? Yes, so. And if I don't like what you're planning on doing, I'll stop your motor for you. Back at their jungle camp, we find the Reverend Chalmers and his daughter. Well, Lynn, looks like you'll have to go down to Budawani and hire another guide. Yes, Dad. I wish we could find one as dependable as Jim's by color. He's fine, don't you think? I say, Lynn. Hey, a big pardon, Dad. I didn't hear what you said. Yes, so I noticed. You seemed miles away. I was, Dad. Miles away. Talk to Budawani by any chance? Yes. Jim's a fine lad. I miss him too, dear. I wish he hadn't left us. So soon, I mean. So do I. But he's a mind of his own, dear. And when he makes it up, nothing can stop him. Just like you, Dad. Eh? Oh, yes. <laughs> I dare say, just like me. You know, I've known Jim for a long time, Lynn, and I've always admired him. I admire him, Jim, too. I guess I may as well tell you. I love him. Yes, I know. You know? Has it been that plain? Well, only since Jim's gone. You managed to hide your feelings very well when he was around. I'm glad of that, Dad. Yes. I'd hate to have Jim think I was throwing myself at him like a silly schoolgirl. I'm sure you wouldn't do any such thing, my daughter. You don't be too sure, Dad. I almost gave away my secret when we said goodbye. Yes, that was when I found it out. You found it out, but Jim didn't see it. He's never noticed anything about me. Oh, I'm sure he has. Why, you heard him say yourself that he thought you the pluckiest girl he'd ever met. And that's comforting to hear from the man you love. Why, he just considers me a pal. No, my dear. I understand how you feel. But you are quite high in Jim's category. How do you know that? Well, the highest compliment Jim can pay a woman is to consider her a pal. I see. Sit down here beside me, dear Uncle Clark. I want to talk to you. Yes, sir. Lynn, you've every reason to believe that Lily DeVille's battle religion has been broken up. But I must stay here to make sure that these four natives get the true spiritual guidance. You can see that, dear, can't you? Of course, Dad. Now, it so happened that Jim was around and able to lend his aid in our encounter with the process of the black woman. But Jim... It's a man who's free to go when and where he pleases. Yes. Now, the next time anything happens to me, dear, he might not be around to look after you. But nothing's going to happen to you now, Dad. But that woman won't be able to build up his followers anymore. Well, that's what we hope, Lynn. If anything should happen to me, Providence only knows what will become of you. That is a risk I haven't been a right as a father to take. You're trying to send me back to Mother. No, no, dear. I'm trying to show you how much wiser it would be for you to go to her, dear. The jungle isn't any place for an unprotected girl. You're not safe here either, Dad. Wouldn't the Batwoman capture you and start all the trouble we've been through? Yes, but she did it to get revenge. The natives don't bother a man of God, my dear. I'm quite safe from harm otherwise. You, you really ought to be with your mother. You're tired of me. 
You want to get rid of me. Oh, nonsense. I'm in the way. That's what you mean. Why don't you say it, Dad? Linda, that's not true. I'd give anything to keep you here by my side always. It will be terribly lonely for me when you're gone. But it will be some comfort, please, to know that you're safe with your mother in Shanghai. I'm not going, Dad. Lynn, must I order you to go? Oh, my dear, won't you see it's the only thing for you to do, to go of your own free will? Well, I'll think about it, Dad. But while I'm thinking, I'm staying right with you. At that very moment, Patrick O'Shaughnessy Flynn is cheerily polishing his glasses in his little cafe. Jungle Jim! Hello, Pat. Oh, sure, it's a sight for sore eyes to see the likes of you again, Jim. And how you been, lad? Not bad, considering I was a prisoner of the Batwoman. Prisoner, was it? And she had the brass to stand right there and tell me you was her guest. What? Is Shanghai Lil here? She is that and likely to be here for Lord knows how long. Why? Well, you see... Oh, oh, but hold on now. Whilst I give you something to wet your whistle a bit. There. Thanks. Well, as I was saying, you see, Tuesday, Shanghai Lil was... Oh, wait now. Was it Tuesday or Thursday? Let's see. It couldn't have been Thursday because that was the day that native went to mock and shot his way through town. Oh, so it must have been a Tuesday. I tell you, Jim, last week we had more excitement. <laughs> so it sounds, Pat, but uh, what is this news about Shanghai Lil? Oh, yes, yes. Well, it seems her boy Namby Pamby, uh, or whatever his name is, he was showing off her big black seaplane to some of his native friends. One of them gives the propellers a spin. The machine was in gear, and zoom, away she goes to daddling along the river. Well, don't tell me Mamba took it up in the air. He did not, but he did take it smack into the dock. Oh, glory be such a wreck as he made of it. One wing was ripped off and the engine tore clean away from the body. So she stranded down here, eh? Ah, that's the long and short of it, Jim. Her boy was cut up a bit in the places, too. And from the way she took on, eh, he's lucky he was unconscious when she arrived on the scene. <laughs> eh, if he'd ever come to, she'd have sent him back to dreamland herself. Mm, she sure can put on an act when she wants to. I saw her put on several while I was at her plantation house. Boy, I certainly don't envy what that black boy of her faces when he gets well. And neither do I. Ah, well, sure, and I'm glad you're back safe and sound, Jim. Mm, so am I. Any uh, mail for me, Pat? No. Oh, oh, that reminds me. A Chinese was here the other day looking for you. A Chinese? What could he want with me? Yeah, he left this letter for you. What the heck is this? Well, what do you know about that? What does it say, Jim? Listen. Honorable sir, it is of the greatest importance that you honor me with a visit upon receipt of this note. I am staying at the hotel. Make sure that you are not followed. Signed, low tongue. Hmm. That don't tell you no more than he'd tell me. You know, that low tongue is a little yellow clam. That's just what he is. Well, what's this Chinese like, Pat? Ah, uh, meek as pie. Dressed in a white linen suit with his shirt tucked in his pants like a civilized human. Mm -hmm. uh, Jim. What do you suppose he's up to? I don't know, Pat. But I'm going right over tonight and find out. Well, Otong, 
What's this important news you've got for me? Experiences. First, make certain no one listening behind doors. Well? You sure, honorable sir, you sure no one see you come here? I took every precaution. I traced and retraced my steps before entering the hotel. Say, what's all this mystery? So sorry, but it's of utmost importance. No one learning why I'm here. Oh, I see. Well, as far as I know, only my friend Finn knew I came here. And he won't say a word. He can be trusted. Yes. Was giving, understand, honorable, bartender, trustworthy. Thank you. All right. Then tell me why you asked me to come here. Honorable Jungle Jim will do so. I have been sent by American Consul at Shanghai enlisting your aid for a purpose... Oh! Oh, Chung! Speak to me! Oh, Chung, speak to me! What great secret was Lo Tung about to disclose to Jungle Jim? The dramatization of the adventures of Jungle Jim you have just heard was taken from full-color action pictures appearing in the Comic Weekly, distributed with your Hearst Sunday newspaper everywhere. In the big Comic Weekly, you will find all of the famous characters of the world of color pictures. There's Bringing Up Father, Skippy, The Little King, The Cats and Yammer Kids, Toots and Casper, Barney Google, Flash Gordon, and many, many others. Don't forget our date next week, same time, same station, for a continuation of the adventures of Jungle Jim. the adventures of Jungle Jim. Last week, Shanghai Lil visited the Chinese messenger who had left the letter for Jungle Jim and she threatened to kill him. When Jungle Jim reached Patrick O'Shaughnessy Flynn's cafe, he was given the latest news of Shanghai Lil and also the letter from the mysterious Chinese. It told Jim to make a secret visit to the writer, Lo Tung, at the hotel. When Jim followed the mysterious instructions... Lo Tung told him he had been sent by the American consul at Shanghai to ask Jim's aid. Before he could complete his message, a shot rang out and the Chinese messenger fell to the floor. The thrilling adventures of Jungle Jim are pictured each Sunday in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest pictorial supplement of humor and adventure. The Comic Weekly, each page printed in full colors, is distributed everywhere as an integral part of your Hearst Sunday newspaper.
And now we continue our story. As Lo Tung falls to the floor, Jungle Jim bounds from his chair and drops beside him. Oh, Tung, speak to me. Oh, Tung, speak. <laughs> Who's there? Sure, and it's me, Jim. Are you all right? Oh, Pat Flynn. Yes, I'm all right. Wait a second. Come in, Pat, quick. I thought I heard a shot as I came down the hall, Jim. You did, Pat. Holy St. Patrick. Uh, what's happened here? Uh, Jim, you didn't... No, 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 I didn't shoot him. The shot came through the window. See the broken pane? Is he hurt bad, Jim? I don't know yet. He's dead. Dead, is it? Oh, the Lord of mercy on him. As meek as pie he was, and he always tucked his shirt in his pants like a civilized human, too. Did you find out what he was here for, Jim? You just told me he had been sent by the American consul at Shanghai to enlist my aid when the shot rang out and there he fell where he was standing. You don't say. But how could anybody have timed it so well to shut him off like that? I think they planned to kill him before he said as much as he did, but they arrived too late. Yeah, there's no fire escape on this side of the hotel. How did the murderer shoot through the window, Jim? We'll see. Turn out the light, Pat. Yes. Come here now. Yes. Don't get in front of the window, though, in case our friend takes another pot shot into the room. I'll stand well to one side of the window, Jim. Never fear for Patrick O'Shaughnessy Flynn sticking his neck out when the other fella has the advantage. Look there, Pat. Yes. Whoever killed this China boy must have been stationed in that tree outside the window. Be jabbers if it ain't so. But neither hide nor hair do I see of the murderer. No, he sure made a quick getaway. All right, Pat. You can turn the light down again. And no sooner said than done. Sure, and it's a good thing I made up my mind to close up the cafe and come up here after you, Jim. Yeah. I had a hunch. And mind you, I'm not the one to be given to anything supermental. I had a hunch that something was going to happen. Is that so? Yes, uh, of course. Uh, I couldn't help suspicioning the little yellow clam here. Lord have mercy on him. On account of us not knowing anything about him or what he was up to. And he was sent here to get you to help his side, eh? Yeah, so it seems. Boy, if they had only fired that shot a few minutes later, would have known what this was all about. Yeah, bad sister, whoever did it, says I. Well, uh, what are you going to do now, Jim? Call the manager. Uh, but Jim... Hello. Hello, Bill. This is Jim Bradley talking. Better come up here right away. Your Chinese guest, Lo Tung, has just been murdered. Yeah. He was shot from outside while we were talking. Right. What did he say? He said not to touch anything. He'll be right up. That's a good thing he'd find me with you, Jim. I'm a witness for you. Yes, but not a nigh witness, Pat. Be jabbers, I never thought of that. Now, you can say what you like about why you came here, Pat. But don't repeat what I told you Low Tongue said to me. Sure, and why not? It's the truth. And as Father Egan used to say, sticks and stones may break your bones, but the truth can't never hurt you. Well, this is one time Father Egan's proverb is wrong. It can. Yeah, what do you mean by that now? Just this. We don't know who was in that tree out there, but whoever was in that tree doesn't know that Lo Tung managed to tell me about the American consul at Shanghai. Now, by telling the truth, we'll be tipping our hand. I see it now. Uh, you mean if you give the murderer enough rope, he'll hang himself? That's the idea, Pat. Oh, just a second, Bill. I forgot the door was still locked. I say, this is terrible. I... Oh, hello, Pat. Jim, I heard that shot and I looked out but didn't see anyone. I never suspected anything was wrong up here, Jim. The shot came through the window from that tree out there, Bill. Better send for the authorities. Come along, Pat. No, but Jim, they may want to question you. If they want me, I'll be at my camp. <laughs> Meanwhile, on their camp at the jungle trail... Reverend Chalmers arouses his daughter from her sleep. Lynn. Lindia, wake up, dear. Is it morning? 
Dad, what's the matter? Help me to break camp, Lynn. We're leaving at once for Burawane. With what? I said we're leaving at once for Burawane. You must help me to break camp. Of course, Dad. But why in the middle of the night oh, like dear, this? Oh, don't waste time asking questions. Just do as I say. I've got most of the supplies stowed away in the motorboat. There's just a tent and a few odds and ends. I let you sleep as long as I could. I don't understand this. You didn't say anything at supper about us going to Burawane. Yes, I know. Roll up the bed while I loosen the guy ropes and pull up the stakes, Lynn. Right away, Dad. As soon as I get my eyes open. We've gone this long without a guide. I should have thought we could wait until morning to start for Borowani. We're not going down for a guide, my dear. Are you taking me to Borowani to send me back to Mother? Oh, Lindia, I've asked you not to waste time asking questions. Well, I don't think it's fair if you are. I told you I'd think it over about going back to Shanghai. And I haven't decided yet. Oh, give me a hand here. Now, let's get the tent folded up. Now, fold it this way first. Yes, then. That's it. Now, this way. Right. Fine. You can put the beds in the boat, Lynn, while I'm rolling the tent up. All right, Dad. But you can't change the subject as easily as that. Oh, Lynn, bring me back a pail of water to put out the fire. All right. I'll pack up the kitchen utensils. Here's the water, Dad. Thanks, dear. You can stow these things away while I put out the fire. Then I'll bring down the tent and we can get underway. Then will you tell me what this is all about? Yes, yes, I guess I'd better. I'm glad you realize that. Now then, let's stow this tent away. Ah, that's it. I don't think we've forgotten anything. Well, Dad, I'm waiting. What is this all about? Lynn, I want you to watch me carefully while I start the engine. First you turn this valve, but like this. Then you squirt a little petrol in it. Like this. Then you close the valve, spin the flywheel, like this. Let's go. This is the way to stop it. You think you could do it by yourself? Yes, I think so, but... Good. Now, uh, here, here is a map of the river. There's Burawane down there. And here's where we, where, where we are at the present moment. The only dangerous part of the river is through this part marked in red. We must keep in the center while running along here. There's a channel in the center and submerged rocks on either side. We mustn't lose our propeller, you know. Of course I know that, Dad. But you're talking as though I were going to make this trip alone. You may be, Lynn. What do you mean? Well, just that. You may make the trip alone. That's why I'm giving you these careful instructions. You see, my dear, I haven't been feeling well for the last day or two. Why, Dad, why haven't you told me before? Oh, I thought I could fight it off. But tonight I woke up feeling worse. I know it's no use. I've got to get to a doctor. That's why we're starting for Burawani tonight. Lynn, your father's a very sick man. Before returning to his camp outside of the town, Jungle Jim goes to the cafe with Patrick O'Shaughnessy Flynn for a few moments. Yes, sir. It is a queer, pissy business all around, Jim. Now, stand right here where you are until I get the light lit. Okay, Pat. Ah, there we are. You can come in now and shut the door, Jim. Pat, now I'll fix this up a little night, Thanks. I can't figure this out, Pat. I wonder what in blazes the American consul at Shanghai could want with me. Well, now, maybe he needs an assistant, Jim. He may need an assistant, but I couldn't be that for him. Well, why not now? Oh, there's a long string of names on the diplomatic waiting list for that office right now. No, Pat, it can't be anything official. 
Well, when it comes to anything not official, be jabbered, you're the finest unofficial official in the whole country. All out of it. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. And I'll stake me word of honor on that, Jim. Oh, I'm afraid you're prejudiced. Yeah, and who isn't of them as knows you, Jim? How did that consul ever hear of me? I don't even know his name. Low tongue was shot before I could learn that. Now, it might be somebody I used to know back in the United States. Somebody who's worked his way up in the diplomatic corps while I've been tramping through these jungles. Now, see, there's an angle I never thought of. It's more likely that's the way of it. Pat, have you seen any other Orientals around here the past few days? Or was Low Tongue the only one? Yeah, he's the only one I see, Jim. But whoever shot poor Low Tongue knew that he wanted my help. And that's the truth of it. Listen. What's that airplane going around here this time of night? Probably some army scout plane. Pat, there's something mysterious behind the letter from the American consul and the sudden death of this Chinaman. I'm going to see this thing through. Yeah, good for you, Jim, and I'll stick with you. Well, I guess I'd better hit camp. See you in the morning, Pat. Yes, sir, bright and early. And remember, yes. if the authorities come around, Low Tongue was killed just as he and I started to talk. I'll remember everything you told me, but that, Jim. <laughs> They told me I'd find him here. Uh, for the love of... Uh, Shanghai Lil, what are you doing here at this time of night? Shut up. Where's Jim? Are you deaf? Where's Jungle Jim? How can I answer when you told me to keep still? All right, you can talk now. Uh, Jim ain't here. He's gone to his camp outside town. Here! Where are you going? Jim's camp. I want to see him. That's quite a hike. I'm not going to walk. I'll fly there in my new plane. <laughs> Jim approaches his camp, a fast plane roars over his head. Then, with motor cut, it glides toward him. Jim runs to his tent. As he arrives, a girl in flying togs greets him. Hello, Jim, darling. Shanghai Lil. What in places? Well, aren't you glad to see me? Not particularly. You will be when you hear what I have to say, Jim. What is Shanghai Lil about to reveal to Jungle Jim? The adventures you have just heard dramatized appear in full-color action pictures in the Comic Weekly. The big Comic Weekly distributed with your first Sunday newspaper everywhere. In the Comic Weekly you will find all of the interesting, amusing, and adventurous characters who live in the world of colored pictures. You will chuckle with bringing up father, laugh at the antics of the little king, and roar at the adventures of Skippy. There is also Barney Google, Flash Gordon, the Cats and Yammer Kids, and many, many others. Don't forget our date next week, same station, same time, for a continuation of the adventures of Jungle Jim. Jungle Jim.